Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's going on, Rams fans? Welcome back to Rams Showcase. Tonight, the Rams kicking issues get some attention. Plus, the roster will be getting another shakeup soon that could help the Rams against the run. And later, the Nick Foles-led Bears come to L.A. for Week 7 for a Monday Night Football matchup. We have the full preview next on Rams Showcase. Welcome to Rams Showcase on Sports 4 Radio. What's going on, Rams fans? Welcome back to Rams Showcase right here on Sports Bowl Radio. I am your host, Joe Brandon, but you can and should call me Sheriff Joe Bags, laying down the law for you guys tonight, and we will get into some news. Like I said, the Rams kicking issues have gotten some attention, and holy moly was it necessary, all right? I think we were all getting a little frustrated with the Rams kicking situation. Three-way battle for that spot heading into this season too and for that to be the outcome rough uh let's see uh we also got uh we'll get some uh, uh some defensive shakeups as far as the roster goes that'll be some good stuff actually uh, i th- i think that this will help the rams defense who actually they're playing pretty well we'll get into that with the preview though because we got monday night football the third primetime game for the la rams this season in just seven weeks, three of those prime time, which is pretty good stuff. That's pretty solid percentages, honestly. If you're looking at percentages of how many how many times we're in prime time compared to how many games we've played, so far we're looking pretty good on that front. I'll take it. I will absolutely take it. I don't necessarily have a choice in the matter. I don't make the schedule or anything. But hey, um, it's always a good thing to see this squad under the lights. This is also... The first time that we will see the blue uniforms under those lights at SoFi Stadium, which is going to be really nice. And, you know, there was the mix-up last week with the, the, the uniform schedule not necessarily being accurate, uh, but it's okay. And I also want to point it out, Yellow Pants Fever has taken over, and, uh, you know, we, okay, we, we did pretty good in the Yellow Pants. The ones that we're not doing good in, I was almost wrong there. I almost gave you guys some false information, so that's my fault. The blue on blue, the Rams are 0-2. So uh, hopefully that doesn't continue. Bone gray, though, the Rams haven't lost in that. Yellow pants fever. Yellow pants are, winless, are, uh, are undefeated as well. But the blue on blue combo, not so good right now. So the Bills and the 49ers, those are the two games that the Rams have lost. And though those were the blue on blue. On blue. As opposed to Blue on Black, which is a song. 
Uh, let's see here. Let's get into some news. All right. First of all, I want to slap up my hilarious graphic that really made me laugh. All right. So the Rams have signed kicker Kai Forbath. Uh, Forbath is now on his 10th NFL team. The Rams are his 10th NFL team. And Samuel Sloman, the rookie kicker, draft pick of the Rams in the 2020 NFL draft. Not looking so good. All right. Very low percentages. Uh, it's one of those situations where every time he lines up to a kick, it's like, ah, he's probably going to miss this one. Like, that's really what it feels like. And I don't like to feel that way. I'm sure you guys don't like to feel that way either. And if you guys are not feeling that way, well, then we're watching a different Sloman. Because uh, Samuel Sloman, uh, he is still on the roster. The Rams did not uh, get rid of him. So as far as the kick rocks, that's not necessarily 100% right now. But instead of kicking footballs... I think Samuel Sloman can kick rocks. And uh, that's simply because he's just not putting it through the pipes, man. That's that's what you got to do. Uh, I don't want to sit here and just sit, uh, bash Samuel Sloman. That's not the life that I'm about. I'm not about just bashing people just to bash them. But the simple fact is, man, he's not being a good kicker right now. And uh, I realize that most NFL teams have, have struggles with this. Um, but I guess maybe we've been a little bit greedy in a sense. We've just, we are coming off of a bunch of, like a line of really strong kickers. So maybe us Rams fans are just a, a little bit spoiled. You know, you got Jeff Wilkins, all-time leading scorer in Rams history. Josh Brown, who was pretty automatic when he was with the Rams. He was also in the movie Jackass, which was hilarious, by the way. Kicked a football right in the dude's face. And then, uh, of course, Greg Zuberlein, who is second all-time in Rams scoring history. So, uh, maybe we are a little bit, uh, a little bit pampered in the kicking department. You know, the other, the other uh, person who utilizes his foot the most on the roster is Johnny Hecker at the moment, and we've also had some really good punters in the past. Uh, so, you know, maybe we're a little bit pampered in this in this regard. But Kai Forbath is uh, coming in. He hasn't missed a kick in like three years, but he also hasn't kicked that much in the last couple of years. So, so we'll see. You know, but um, you know, Samuel Sloman. Not getting it done, and that's unfortunate to see. I don't care who won that battle. I didn't care who won that battle. I just wanted the guy that won the battle to make the kicks, and that was not what was happening. So I'm okay with this move. Uh, Kai Forbath, I was a little bit surprised to see that. It makes me wonder, in that kicking battle, did they really not like Austin McGinnis and Liram Hirelahu, or, or, or is that kind of like a different thing now? Are they doing something else? Because uh, we had a three-way kicking battle, and Samuel Sloman looks like he's losing his job, but we didn't even bring back either of the two guys that he was battling with. I thought Harilahu was going to win the kicking battle, and that is not what happened. So, you know, as long as Kai can uh, kick can kick that ball through those uprights, I'm all good with it. I don't care who it is. I just want him to score the points. It's uh, it's a terrible feeling to line up for a field goal and just have that thought like he's probably he's probably going to miss this one. Especially even on extra points. I'm getting like text messages like, dude, your kicker sucks. And that's that. It's like, okay, first of all, if you send me a text like that, I'm going to defend him. <laughs> if you tell me somebody on the Rams sucks, I'll probably probably just defend him blindly. You know, you don't talk about my Rams like that. Okay. Only we can talk about us like that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's get into some other news. Sean Robinson has been designated to return. He can and will be at practice this week. He is not uh, scheduled to return to the lineup until week 10 when the Rams do play the Seattle Seahawks. Week 9 for the bye week for the L.A. Rams. 
Uh, that's also the same week that Jordan Fuller can return to the lineup. But when Robinson does get activated fully to the active roster, uh, the Rams will need to make a move to correspond with that to open up that roster spot. If I had to guess, I'm not saying this is exactly what's going to happen, but if I had to guess what I would say is going to happen would be that Greg Gaines gets the boot. And uh, that's simply because Greg Gaines has kind of been struggling this year. Uh, he's had a couple of times, where a couple of good moments, uh, but overall, he's getting pushed back at the snap, and uh, that's not a good thing, especially when you're a big boy defensive tackle. All right, so Ashawn Robinson, uh, we'll see what kind of career he can maybe carve out himself for the like as a Ram, because historically speaking, here he has not necessarily had an amazing career. It's been pretty surface level, pretty average so far. So we'll see what happens with that. Ashawn Robinson, though, if he can come back in uh, Week Ten against the Seattle Seahawks, that is the first of two games for the Rams against the Seahawks. That would obviously be a very big one, uh, especially considering some of this this news that the the Seahawks might be making a push for Antonio Brown. That's going to be a pretty good squad up there. Uh, and also, I mean, it looks like Russell Wilson might be playing better than he ever has. So that's going to be a tough one. Uh, I see a lot of Rams fans who have already conceded the division to Seattle. We're going into week seven, though, so I'm yet to do that. Um, that's that's reserved for like week 13 at the earliest for me, uh, unless mathematically it's not a thing, but... About week 13 is when I'll be like, okay, they'll probably take this one, but hey, we got you next time, you know. Uh, but either way, uh, we got uh, that that some additions coming in for uh, for week 10. And I think that Ashawn Robinson, especially coming in for a guy like Greg Gaines, if that is the corresponding move, I don't actually know that for sure. If that is the corresponding move, however, uh, I think that actually just helps the Rams uh, run defense, who actually hasn't been that bad. We'll get into that later. So... Uh, Obo, Obanaya Okoronkwo has been added to IR, should return here in a few weeks, uh, but there's also articles coming out that, like, the Rams are not necessarily loving ok- Okoronkwo and Abukam. A- um, so, we'll see what happens. Uh, I don't necessarily buy into all that right now. Uh, Okoronkwo is pretty young still, so I, I would say he's still got a little bit of time. Uh, and also, I think he's been playing okay. Uh, I, his motor is there, which is good. He hasn't necessarily been lighting anything up, though. I think we can all tell that. Uh, we, we, we've we got eyeballs, you know, and, and you can see that for yourself. But uh, Oboe will be added to IR, has been added to IR. And uh, that was the move, uh, the, the roster spot that Kai Forbath did take up. So if you guys were wondering about that. A small look ahead before we get into this game preview for you guys. Uh, I just wanted to mention this because I thought it was kind of interesting. So Tua... He is going to get his first start, his first career start against the L.A. Rams uh, heading into week eight. And then, of course, the Rams will be into the bye. And then then we got Seattle. But and then the uh, Dolphins on a bye week. They got the Rams. So what's cool about this, though, and what I think is kind of cool about this is that Tua's gets in, getting his first start against the Rams. The last time these two teams met, the last time the Dolphins and Rams met, was Jared Goff's first career start. So I just thought that was kind of cool, something that just kind of stuck out to me. Once I saw that Tua was going to get his first start against the Rams, just kind of popped into my head. It's like, oh yeah, that was, uh, that was in 2016, Jared Goff got his first career start at the Coliseum against the Miami Dolphins. So I just thought that was kind of interesting. Let's go ahead and hop into this game preview, though. We got the Chicago Bears coming to town against the LA Rams. Monday Night Football is going to be a good time. Monday Night Football is usually a great time. I personally hate it with my whole heart because Monday night, 
uh, Monday is a, is a, is the lame day of the week. I like to try to get a jump ahead on that day. Uh, but it's a very difficult week to try to like carve out some time, you know, and, and, and like really focus on this stuff. So it's going to be great though, because it's prime time. You know that if anybody's watching football, they're watching your squad and our squad is really cool to watch right now. Not only is the squad four and two, but also those helmets are aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> okay. I really like seeing them on TV, especially at SoFi Stadium. That gorgeous, gorgeous venue. I want to live there. I want to, are they, do they have like a, like rooms <laughs> available at SoFi? Cause I would love to, uh, to be a tenant of, uh, Stan Kroenke over there. Let's see. The Rams are favored in this game by six. The line opened at five and a half. The over-under is at 46 for you betters. Uh, I think it might go a little lower than that. I think 46 might be a little higher. So if I had to give my suggestion, I would go with the under on that one. Uh, Rams by six. I think that's, that's fair. Uh, I'll also point out that I was very wrong about how the Rams and the 49ers game would go. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with admitting I was wrong. Uh, but also I want to point out that I don't think the Rams played very well. I think we were still kind of a better team than the 49ers. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll see, I guess, by the end of the season. Uh, but the combination of Jimmy G and Kyle Shanahan has not yet lost to the, the combination of McVeigh and Goff. So that is something to keep an eye on. Just seems a little bit like the, the number is there. Shanahan's kind of got McVeigh's number just a touch. So, uh, so far this season, the Rams are 2-0 at SoFi Stadium. Bears have not lost on the road, however. Some notes about this game. Former Rams quarterback Nick Foles is starting for the Chicago Bears. He did get the nod over Mitchell Trubisky a couple weeks back. Former Bears linebacker Leonard Floyd starts for the Rams now and will be coming after him. And uh, hopefully we can get a good uh, meeting there. Former Ram, former Bear on the opposite sides now, button heads. That'd be kind of cool to watch. So uh, also the Bears only have two rushing touchdowns this season. The Rams are tied for second in rushing touchdowns with nine. The Arizona Cardinals are in first in that category at 11. Let's take a look at the preview of this game. We'll start with the Rams offense versus the Bears defense. The Rams have had a hard time moving uh, the Rams have had a hard time moving the football, especially in the first half. They or they had a hard time moving the football, especially in the first half against the 49ers. This is the second time this has happened this season. Both games, both games that I'm referring to resulted in losses. The Rams have actually started pretty strong in these games. Um, but I know somebody out there has the ability to clip just that part where I said the Rams have struggled and uh, make me look like a terrible Rams fan. But either way, uh, it was just last week and then against the Bills that the Rams kind of started a little bit slow. The Rams two losses this season. So we'll see if that can flip around. Uh, the Rams still carry top 10 offense and are still top 10 in scoring offense. So that's great news. The Bears uh, the Bears defense have, has only had one game where they gave up less than 100 yards on the ground. That came in week two, so it's been a little bit. The Rams rushing attack is strong and could carry them this game. Against the pass, the Bears are top 10, even though Jackson is having a down year at corner, uh, definitely to his standards. So uh, this is going to be a pretty good matchup here. Uh, this could really be the difference maker that the Rams offense is stronger than the Bears offense. Both defenses are very good. So, um, like you just saw all the numbers for the Bears defense. They're good defense. Uh, they're really good against the pass. Strong against the run. I mean, like I said, they, well, they did, they've only given up less than 100 yards rushing in one game. 
but they're not getting absolutely torched on the ground. They're not giving up like, you know, 180, 190. They're sitting like right, like 113, I feel like is a number I saw a few times. So they're, they're right in that range. But the Rams, uh, they have a great running attack right now. And I mean, Cam Akers did not necessarily get his share of carries last week, even though Sean McVay said that the previous week that he wanted to get Cam Akers more involved. That kind of thing happens very often with Sean McVay. If he comes out and says he wants to get a player more involved, bench him on your fantasy team because he's probably not going to play. Uh, it's just a, a Sean McVay move. Uh, so uh, in that regard, though, I think that the, the Rams offense really could be the difference in this game, and that's why I think the six points is totally fair. The Bears offense is struggling. Let's take a look at that offense. The Bears offense has had a hard time moving the football. Uh, small jump. Small jump in the department of passing the football uh, when it comes to switching from Trubisky to Nick Foles. Foles averages just four more passing yards per game than Trubisky does this season. On the ground, the Bears' top runner, David Montgomery, is averaging just 3.7 yards per carry and has one touchdown on the season. Bears only two touchdowns on the ground this season. The Rams' defense has been playing well, especially in the second half, where they haven't given up a touchdown since week three. The trend for the Rams' defense right now is that they are playing a little bit soft in the first half, but tighten up quite a bit in the second half. So far this season, the Rams have given up just two second-half touchdowns. So, for Brandon Staley and that Rams' defense, very similar to the the, the Rams' defense under Wade Phillips in the sense that they kind of start with a weird game plan and maybe it's not working and then second half, really tighten up. So, uh, of course, I mean, the Rams did lose last week, so you got to take that into into account. But if the Rams, I feel like, just could have just tightened up a little bit more in the second quarter, this could have been a very different outcome. And it's, it's awesome to be able to make those halftime adjustments and come out really strong on defense in the second half, but you have to be able to stop that game from getting away from you in the first half, which has happened now two times against the Buffalo Bills, and now against the San Francisco 49ers. And if you're keeping track with me at home, those are the two losses for the LA Rams this season. So that is definitely something that needs to be addressed. You know, uh, it's not something that the, that I think that this team can keep keep doing at a... Uh, if, if this keeps happening, this season is not going to be one of those that we're like, holy crap, that was amazing. It's going to be one of those seasons where we're like, hey, we were good, but we just weren't good enough. Got to get better in the first half, which... I mean, this this could be a transitional. Well, it's a very transitional year in many regards, but this could be a transitional year uh, for the Rams specifically because we're still going to be getting and phasing in players that that Brandon Staley he really can utilize to his best abilities. But I think that's why a guy like Leonard Floyd was even brought in. Uh, just be, I mean, the history there obviously helps, but uh, when when you get a new defensive coordinator, a new offensive coordinator, which the Rams also have as well, O'Connell, but on the defensive side of the football, which is what we're talking about right now, uh, Staley is going to take a couple of years to get his guys in, and we kind of saw that with with Wade Phillips when he entered. The Rams went from Greg Williams to 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 uh, Wade Phillips. And there was a transition there. There was there was guys that had no business being in Wade Phillips' defense, Robert Quinn, Alec Ogletree. Uh, and then, you know, they left and played well for a little bit. I mean, Robert Quinn is actually, uh, is he a bear this year? He's a bear this year, isn't he? Um, I kind of forgot about that. But um, it, it took a few years, you know, to, to get those guys out and to get his guys in. You know, uh, there's no way that a... Uh, 
that an Indomitian Sue and Clay Matthews, there's no way those guys would have been part of this defense under Greg Williams uh, just because of the positions they play. So the Rams are sticking to that 3-4 that we've seen, of course, under Staley. Uh, we'll see kind of how that goes. I do want to let you guys know as well, um, because of the Monday night game, and this is being recorded on Wednesday, uh, the video version of this is out on Thursday. Uh, but because of that, I unfortunately do not have an injury report for you guys. I realize this is also kind of a short show, uh, which is fine with me. And I'm uh, just trying to get you guys in and out of here. You know what I mean? So trying to be a little bit more concise, but, um, it's just, uh, it's just one of those things that, uh, I, I wasn't able to, uh, to keep pushing this back. I got some plans on Thursday and on Friday. So I wasn't able to do it then. Uh, the scheduling of the show of the release on Thursday though. So if you guys are watching the video version of me, um, hi from the past, but, um, so I wasn't able to get that, but I am looking at doing a Saturday, uh, just a video, just a quick video of an injury update for you guys, uh, potentially on Sunday as well. But I'm also, I might just be a little bit busy that day watching some football. All right. I love the game of football. I love the NFL. I, of course, clearly am a Rams fan, but I just love the game. So I watch as much football as I humanly can. And that's what I'll be doing tomorrow as well. So, um, yeah, that's, um. Uh, I think that's all I got for you guys tonight, honestly. Uh, I don't want to go too crazy, and I also don't want to ramble on you guys, which I feel like I've done just a touch, but hey, that's okay. If you guys have quesos, feel free to drop them in the comment section wherever you're listening to me. I will answer them on the following show. Uh, my post that I used to do where I used to get a lot of fan fan quesos coming in, uh, those are not hitting anywhere anymore, so I don't know if just people aren't seeing them or maybe people don't have questions, which is totally fine with me. You guys don't have to ask me questions. I just really like answering your questions. It, it it's it, to be real with you guys. It's a it's a freebie. It's it's you guys create my segment for me, and just uh, you guys give me questions, and then it's awesome for you guys too because you guys get to hear exactly what you guys want to hear about, and I'm willing to answer whatever questions y'all can throw at me regarding the L.A. Rams. But at the same time, well, I, it was regarding the L.A. Rams. I don't know if you guys are, if you guys are new. I do know that I have a lot of new people listening in. Uh, so the reason that, that it's called Fan Quesos uh, is my good friend Kyle, one of my biggest supporters of the show, was actually a supporter of me before the show, which the show's four and a half years old. Uh, but as I was writing, he was a he was a big supporter, a Rams fan uh, that I that I became friends with, and uh, he unfortunately has passed away since. But his his question every single week, his fan question to me. Uh, was always, hey, what is if if this player was a cheese, or what is this player's favorite cheese? And and I would try to come up with some creative answer for him. So some of you guys might remember that, but that's quite literally why they're called fan quesos. Is really just in honor of Kyle, who was one of my biggest supporters. So I do appreciate you guys uh, dropping those whenever you guys do. I have gotten some in the YouTube comment section before. Definitely gotten them in my Facebook inbox on the Ram Showcase page. Feel free to drop them there, guys. I really have no problem with it. And if it's something that I feel like I can just respond to you and answer answer you just right there, that's a very big possibility. Uh, this thing is almost uh, attached to me at all times. So uh, most of the time I see those pretty quick. Most of the time. I also work and stuff. So leave me alone. That's just a joke. You don't have to leave me alone. All right, that's going to do it for me. Uh, hope you guys enjoy this game. I, I'll see you guys again before that happens because I'm going to do another video. Uh, kind of, well, It's not a full podcast. It's just going to be an injury update video. I'm not going to upload it to the, uh, the audio version to where it hits iTunes and everything like that. It's just going to be a video, so make sure you guys check that out. Look for it on YouTube and Facebook is where that's going to be published. Like I said, it'll prob probably 
the Saturday when that happens. So uh, that is going to do it for me. Thank you guys so much for watching. I really appreciate you guys. I am Sheriff Joe Bags. Oh, first of all, make sure you guys follow Ram Showcase on all your favorite social media. That's at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Facebook.com slash Ram Showcase. You can follow me as well at Sheriff Joe Bags on Instagram and Twitter. Facebook.com slash Sheriff Joe Bags. That's going to do it for me. I am Sheriff Joe Bags. This has been Ram Showcase on Sports War Radio. For those of you who aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you that are Rams fans, thank you guys so much for listening, and you guys have a great night. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.